thank you for joining we are going after the one where we're leaving the 99 and going after that one lost person maybe today you are that lost person so stay tuned and be encouraged Well, welcome back to our weekly podcast. Thanks for joining us again. I am your host, Matthew J. Parker. Hey, uh, we're just kind of wrapping up February here. It seems like it's gone relatively quick and just blew by. Of course, there's only 29 days in February this year. What is one of the major things that we do in February? And that is Valentine's Day. I know some of you probably go out and buy a bunch of candy and flowers and chocolates and all that. But it's kind of that yearly reminder especially the guys for their gals that we need to celebrate love and so i thought what better topic than to talk about than love there's all those songs and everything out there all talking about love what's love got to do with it every genre has something about love whether it's dirty love country love or just lost love love is everywhere and so if you've been part of the church you've kind of been aware of you know, the the love that we always are supposed to talk about and share and be an example of, you know, but today I wanted to talk about the three types of love that we kind of always seem to talk about, especially within the church. And a lot of these uh, types of loves, they come from the Greek words. And so we're just going to kind of break them down a little bit and kind of really hone in on one type of love in particular. And so Let's take this journey together this week. So we're talking about love. And so with the love, we have the three types that we'll be talking about. And kind of the first one is uh, philia. I think I said that right, philia. And so that is the, they call that the brotherly love. And so that's kind of a brother or a love that you would kind of express towards, you know, that high five, that acquaintances, all that stuff. You know, if you're my brothers and stuff, I don't even know if we get close to even that one. You know, it's more of like, hey, hey, how's it going? But uh, that the Bible kind of talks about, you know, how that's the brotherly love, you know, the friends and all that. And so it, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's technically shallow, but yet it's just, there's not a whole lot of depth to it. You know, and that's why we talk about the three different types of love. And some people might have just that, the philia love for one another and, and where they're just kind of keeping everybody off at arm's length away. And so they're they're like, hey, I love you. You know, and they're always saying how they love everybody, but they're they're they have that brotherly love. You know, it's just that there's you know kind of the love on the outside, and so and then the, the second type of love that you know we kind of talk about, and that is the the eros. I think I said that right, and that is kind of the more lustful love, sexualized love. You know, and that that is again another love that is is not doesn't have have a whole lot of depth to it. You know, but some people might have that love where they say, you know what, I love, you know, maybe that certain image that I see, but it it doesn't quite go to the depths of their heart. You know, it's just kind of that surface love. Maybe people are in relationships and they're only in there for the physical aspect of what comes with the love. And so they kind of have that kind of that love that's just on the surface. Again, like that person where they say, hey, I love so-and-so, but they keep them at an arm's length. You know, it's it's just that brotherly love and, you know, this eros, you know, it's just kind of that love like, hey, I love you for what we do together, you know, and, and it's more of that intimacy, not even intimacy. It's more of that filling my desires. And so I love you for the desires that I get met in this situation. And so, on. but it, again, it doesn't have the depth to it. 
But the the most important one that we we always seem to talk about the, that we hone in on the most is, and that is agape love. And you know what that definition is is we always say that God loves us with an agape love, and um, that is kind of the definition. You know, it comes from the Greek word. It's the highest form of love, charity. It's the love of God for man and of man for God. It pretty much is it's unconditional love. And so the, today I want to kind of hone in on that, kind of just focusing on what agape love means to us, to myself, and how we can kind of apply it to our lives and kind of not necessarily discard the other types of love, but just to mainly realize that, hey, we need to learn to love one another unconditionally. If you're married like myself, you know, and you've walked down the aisle or, or you've waited for someone to walk down the aisle and you've said your vows and everything, pretty much stating like, hey, through the worst, through the best, we're in this together. You know, you're kind of stating like, hey, we love each other unconditionally, you know, because as people age, they're they're going to change. Hey, I'm better looking than I was 20 years ago, but I've changed. And so, and, you know, you still have to wake up every morning realizing that, hey, I love this person more than I did the day before. And that's agape love. It's that unconditional love to say, hey, I love you no matter what. You know, and I love how if we look at 1 Corinthians 13, it spells a really, really great picture of what it means to love. And so I'm going to read from the message today. And it says, if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the, the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day. And if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, or what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies, inspired speech will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end, understanding will reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth, and what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete arrives, and our incompleteness will be canceled. When I was an infant, my mother... At my mother's breast, I gurgled and I gooed like an infant. When I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist, but it won't be long before the weary the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then, see it as clearly as God sees us, knowing him directly just as he knows us. But for right now, until that completeness, we have three things to do to lead us towards that consummation. Trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, and love extravagantly. The best of the three is love. And I just love how it kind of broke it down, and it says, you know, that love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. 
Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. And that is what it means to have unconditional love, that agape love like Christ had for all of us, that God has for us as he's saying, you know what? No matter how many times you may mess up, I'm still going to love you. You know, and how many times, though, like when we look at that list, we're like, man, that's that's really cool. And I hope everybody does that for me. But I know I'm going to struggle doing some of that. You know, there's times, you know, I remember when we talked about, you know, in earlier episodes about lowering the white flag and it was like, you know, don't give up. And here it says love never gives up. It cares more for others than for self. It says in John 15, verse 13, reading from the New Living Translation, it says, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And, you know, and it's like, how else can you express love than to say, you know what? Your life, I value your life more than mine. You know, that's what Christ did when he went to the cross. You know, our, our famous verses that the church is always seems to always memorize in kids' church and all that, you know, and it was John 3.16. For this is how God showed God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. It's like, for this is how God loved the world unconditionally. Can you imagine having a child and say, you know what? I love the people more and I'm willing to, to allow my son to be sacrificed for you. That is unconditional love. You know, that's that. That's not that brotherly love, you know, because I'm sure if you thought about like, hey, when the going gets tough, you're on your own, man. But, you know, when it comes to that unconditional love, like it says, never give up. Always keep going. You know, and, and J- Jesus was always talking about love. He was always showing examples of love. Like his life was love. And the Pharisees, you know, the religious leaders of the time were always focused on following the rules, following the laws and everything. And they didn't love. They kept getting angry at a lot of things that Jesus was doing because he was that example of love. And they just didn't understand it. They couldn't grasp it at the time. There's a moment where Jesus was questioned like, hey, why are you hanging out with scum and lowlifes and, and all these people that, you know, why were frowned upon, looked down upon? But Jesus is like, hey, or healthy people don't need doctors. Sick people do. And, you know, he realized, like, I'm here for everybody. I love everybody. And so and there was a moment where Jesus was asked by the Pharisees, you know, they were trying to trick him. But you can't out trick Jesus because, like, he was the smartest man alive. And they said, what is the most important commandment of in the law of Moses? You know, and back in that day, there was tons of laws. And Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus kind of summed it up in, in to follow the laws. He, he pretty much summed it up as, you know what? You need to love. You know, because like it talked about in First Corinthians, like without love, there's nothing. You know, you could accomplish all these great things 
But if you don't have love in your heart, it's meaningless. It's, it is pointless. And so uh, that's why I want to just make sure, like, you know what? We, we need to make sure that our focus, you know, we can say that we love people, but, you know, what type of love is it? Is it that, you know, that phileo love where it's like, you know what? We're, we're, we're buddies, man. You know, like the new age Gen Z say, yeah, you know, we're bros, you know? And, but yet when the going gets tough, man, it's every man for himself, you know, or is it the Eros love where it's like, I'll love you as long as my needs are getting met. But when those needs stop getting met, you're on your own, you know, but if you love someone truly and truly love someone, you're going to love them with agape love. And that is, you know what, when the going gets tough, my love is there for you. When my needs stop getting met, I'm still going to love you no matter what. And so, and I want to challenge us because, you know, I even struggle. You know, there's people that I'll be honest with you that probably don't like me. And there's people that I just kind of get annoyed with. But it's like we're commanded to love, like love your neighbor as yourself. Who's our neighbor? You know, we're not talking about, the you know, the Wilsons on the other side of the fence, you know, peeping over every now and then just to have a conversation the neighbor is everybody that we come in contact with. And so in kind of a, another scripture I want to talk about is love. And that's found in Luke uh, chapter 6, verses 27. This is coming from the message. And it says, To you who are ready for the truth, I say this, love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the supple moves of prayer for that person. If someone slaps you in the face, stand there and take it. If someone grabs your shirt, gift wrap your best coat and make a present of it. If someone takes an unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice the servant life. No more paycheck. Live generously. Here's a simple rule of thumb for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. If you only love the lovable, do you expect a pat on the back? Run-of-the-mill sinners do that. If you only help those who help you, do you expect to meddle? Garden-variety sinners do that. If you only give for what you hope to get out of it, then you do you think that's charity? The stingiest of pawnbrokers does that. I tell you, love your enemies, help and give without expecting a return. You'll never, I promise, regret it. Live out this God-created identity the way our Father lives towards us. Generously and graciously, even when we're out, even when we're at our worst, our Father is kind. You be kind. You know, and I love it how it was just talking about how, you know what? It talked about, like, loving those who just love us back. Well, anybody can do that, you know, or being nice to people that are only nice to us. Like, everybody can do that. That is so simple. It's like... You know, going to an all-you-can-eat buffet, and, you know, you can always find something to eat. But yet, when you're faced with someone that maybe doesn't treat you with respect or or is kind, or maybe they're just grumpy, that's where the difficulty is coming in and be like, you know what, I'm still going to love that person, even though, you know what, they kind of annoy me, and they drive me crazy, and I just want to slap some sense into them. But here are the scriptures saying... Show them love. Let us be that example of Christ, because that is how we were created to be. And so hopefully that challenged you to really think about how you interact with the people that you're around, you know, and even like how you state you love someone, 
you know, and just think about like when you say, hey, I love you, like do that internal x-ray of your heart and be like, how do I love you? Do I love you with, with that brotherly love, like kind of at that arm's length and be like, you know what? We're good as long as life is good. Or, you know, or, or are you loving someone with that eros love, that that love as long as I can get what I want, I'll, I'll show you love. Or do you love that someone with that unconditional, no matter what, we're at each other's worst, I'm still going to love you. And so I hope that this was able to challenge you. You know, I know it was even challenging myself to just think about how I treat others, how I show love and respect to others, because, you know, we were created to love. And I know sometimes there's people out there that make it hard, but my challenge this week is to let's love unconditionally. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for tuning into our episode. You can connect with us at our website at wearegoingafterthewan.com, where you can also connect with our social platforms. Thanks, and have a blessed day.